Welcome to Rain City Supercars. I'm Dan. I'm Nick. I'm Jason, and I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> All the listeners are like, oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no, not again. Will Jason take on Dan when Dan... <laughs> Well, Dan's back. He's back. Stop you know stealing what? my dolls, I Jason. Can't <laughs> Stop <laughs> stealing my dolls. I can't wait. First of all. What option is that on the I phone I can't tree? help it. Number two, you know what, what? Nick, when you go, <laughs> you, I've got a whole catalog no, of things not. that you've been up to. That's the reason I refuse to miss an episode <laughs> right there. Well, as usual, we're coming at you live at Drivers Club and somehow still brought to you by our sponsors, <laughs> Vaughn's, <Kirk laughs> Subaru, Rainier Beer, and Haggerty Insurance. I think it's obvious that we have a liquor sponsor. (laughs) 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 That reminds me of the last episode that you signed off on when you were when I was here, and you were like, "Yeah, if you're gonna drive somewhere, get there or something." (laughs) 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 You had it totally wrong. (laughs) I didn't want to use his catchphrase. Like, (laughs) yeah, you didn't. In the end, you didn't get there. Just, just, just drive there. there. Just drive there. I have to admit, I really enjoy actually editing the episode episodes when I'm not there (laughs) because I get to listen to them the first time and and go through and be like, I can't leave that in, but I'm. Laughing hysterically every time, usually at my own expense. I, I think we were, we were Dan and I were talking about it one night, and I said that's the one phrase that nobody knows that Dan says is that's not going in the episode. <laughs> we're, yeah. cutting, we're cutting that out. You say that a lot, Dan. Yeah, I do. I feel like that you're. I don't know. You're holding us back from our true creativity. I know it's true. <laughs> if only we could do it over again since it's Groundhog Day this weekend. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> it is. We should be every weekend. This is Groundhog Day weekend. It is, isn't it? My what are you fa- going to do? I'm just going to watch Groundhog Day. <laughs> my favorite right. part of that movie is when he's like, don't drive angry. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Groundhog up on the wheel. Don't you drive angry. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Throws it in a ravine. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. How you been, Jason? I've been yeah. great. How about you? Oh, doing good. Yeah. We thought we'd uh, have you come on. You know, you've been uh, traveling the world lately and seeing some fun stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I've had the opportunity yeah. to make fun of people and see cool things and see things that aren't so cool. Aren't yeah, so it, cool. it gives you a good perspective uh, on home, that's for sure. The more oh I travel, gosh. I'm like, man, this place is great. Yeah, yeah, no joke. Yeah, even when you travel nice places, this is a great place to live. Yeah. So. Yeah, one thing that I've noticed, though, is I mean, in my travels is that um, people here definitely know how to take care of their cars. Um, I've seen some of the most ridiculous things I've... I've Are you telling me cardboard doesn't go on top of a car? <sighs> so there's a story behind angry. that. Yeah, so there's a story behind that. So um, for all you faithful listeners at home, um, I was uh, downtown, uh, well, in one of the districts in, uh, in London. And of course, I'm walking across the street and there's this brand new Lamborghini uh, Aventador SVJ just sitting there. Gorgeous. And... Um, and I, so, of course, I took a couple of snapshots of it thinking that it would be gone soon. And that's actually not completely um, out of place in London. You see so many amazing exotic yeah. cars just sitting around minding their own business. And uh, so I go up into this restaurant, and I just happen to have a window uh, or a seat right by the window where I can look down at this um, SVJ. It was a cat cafe, wasn't it? It was a cat <laughs> cafe. Sure. It was, and first of all... <laughs> <laughs> I thought we agreed that I w- that was between you and I in confidence. <laughs> Would you like a window seat? Yes. <laughs> Next to the scratching post, please. Scratching <laughs> post. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So I, I look out the window and and uh, and I'm just you know scanning here and there and finally, sure enough, I see this this couple and they've got all kinds of bags like your typical it, it was like a, out of a scene from like i don't know some rando show in on rodeo drive louis vuitton bags oh, and gucci bags and all this craziness <laughs> yeah and 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 they've got them scattered all over the sidewalk but then i noticed that on top in the very center of this svj is a big white box 
And I was like, huh, like, that's interesting. Like, it made my heart cringe a little bit, I wonder right? what that's made out of. Right. And so I was thinking, well, it's probably light. And, that, that, and I'm trying to tell myself that it's light. Well, then, then they, they open up the, the, uh, the bonnet and they start throwing all their, their garbage in there. And then another car shows up. And it was actually like an Audi Q7 shows up. And they throw all the bags in there. And, uh, and I was like, okay, whatever. And then they reach over the, to, the, to the ceiling of this SVJ and they're catwalking the box <laughs> off the roof because oh. it's so heavy. And so they're, and I'm watching it and I'm just like, I can't believe this is happening in real time. Finally gets it to the point where she could get her arms around it and finish sliding the thing off of the hood. And I'm like, there's no way that that car's not scratched. So if you don't know, cardboard, if you set cardboard on a car, it will scratch it. Yeah. Well, yeah. So they get the box off the, the roof of this Lamborghini and carries the thing to the Q7 like it's a safe. That's how heavy <laughs> this thing is. <laughs> and I'm like, you've got to be kidding me right now. So afterwards, I go down there to check. Oh, and by the way, there's, I, I noticed there's something on the window, too. And I was like, what is this thing on the window as I'm up there? I'm like, whatever. Probably somebody just put a note or a you know, business card or whatever. You see that a lot. <laughs> And I may have scratched your bumper. It's two two parking tickets oh. sitting in the window. And then I look at the roof, and you can see where she zigzagged those scratch lines oh. off the roof of that car. Oh. And then that the final slide over the top. I mean, the only thing that was missing was probably litter underneath it. Now, you, you've spent enough time in London, and this is something I'm curious about. They're really cracking down on the noises of those cars and things like that, are they not? Yeah, well, they are, but they're not. So they're not. here's the thing. When you have that kind of bankroll over there, they're not, they're not stopping it. And, oh. and, I mean, so they're shipping these cars in from Dubai. So people that have, like, some mad, mad bankroll are, are rolling in with these cars. And they've, they've got all – you can tell because they've all, all got, you know, either um, – Foreign whatever, plates. Yeah, yeah, foreign plates or whatever, what have you. But they're all together. And they're all young cats. And so they're, what they're doing is they're shipping these cars in just for the weekend so they can just rally through London. And that's exactly what they're doing. They're rallying through London. It's out of control how fast that they go all over town. And here's the thing. They have all these cars on retainer. So they have like this list of all the tickets that you're going to get. And they just they, – the, the driver never even sees them. They just go to this this – another firm and the firm just pays for all the all the tickets that this person may have accumulated up along the way we need to get one of those so yeah it's it sounds like you know you hear that oh yeah they're cracking down yeah they're they are yeah on they're paper. making money yeah exa- that's exactly what they're doing because they know they can't stop it but i mean but the stuff like that though i mean but you see some of the most ridiculous amazing cars there like um i don't know if you've heard about this um the the huracan that has the 1.3 million uh Swarovski crystals oh hand yes. glued yeah. to it so why uh, it's uh well you know I gotta tell you it sounds you have to remind people they're poor yeah y- yes <laughs> but <laughs> but here's the thing it, there's nothing that makes your car look more stupid than when all of those crystals are all faded because it's so dirty the car is just filthy however how do you even wash that like I don't know a toothbrush again toothbrush yeah, yeah. you pay somebody who doesn't have a lot a lot right. of money with a toothbrush to clean them right Fair right enough. yeah um but I mean so it's interesting so I've I had read about this car on DuPont Registry, and uh, and sure enough, I was downtown uh, by um, Harrods, this huge shopping complex. It's like a, it's like a Place mall on awesome. steroids. Yeah, it is. Great food. Um, yeah, mm. good everything. Really, it's yeah, really nuts. it's really great. I've heard the car park out front or the valet is yeah. a place to see cars. The, you know, anywhere, anywhere in that whole area. Yep. It's okay. like that street is the most expensive real estate in London, Central London. So, um, 
so sure enough, I can't, I just happened to be walking around Harrods, and there was that Lamborghini sitting there with all the Swarovski's crystals, and it was just filthy. And so I took a bunch of pictures of it, but it was pretty impressive because you can see where they strategically placed every single one of those tiny little crystals. A mere, there's not a spot on that car that has any paint exposed. And, uh, and I was like, holy cow. So then I, I, that's when I got online. I started to research the car a little bit more, and they, they have a video of how they were doing it, and it took several months. But I tell you what, when it was in the showroom after they did it, it actually looked pretty cool. It looked like, well, it looked like a ruby slipper for the most part, and I think that was ultimately what she was going for. What but, color was uh, it? It's red. It's red, okay. Yeah, ruby. Ru- oh. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> I see what you did there. Okay, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> shut up. Uh, it's tan and taupe, Nick. It's tan and taupe. <laughs> Everybody loves tan and taupe. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Shut up. Yeah, so, but I mean, it's a really impressive car, and uh, um, and she's done that. She's got a few cars now that she's done that with, but... You know, that kind of stuff is just ridiculous. But she ships that car to Monaco all the time as well. Okay. And, uh, and so I've seen the same exact car in Monaco. And so it's just, it blows. You don't see that car as in, in normally just around town. But, you know, and, and when I saw it, it was absolutely filthy. It actually looked like it was a matte finish. And, <laughs> and that's how, that's how, and that's the other so thing. So not ruby red. Back to what I was, <laughs> I know you're stuck on this note. I know, sorry. <laughs> I will redeem myself. <laughs> Yeah. So, um, but uh, but the, my point is, is uh, I've seen some of the most, just the most ex- exotic, just beautiful cars that are so rare from around the world, and they're some of them are so filthy it blows me away. I or you see a car like that, like you see a, like the brand new SVJ, or you see uh, cars like that that are parked on the street. They're all par- street parking. And you're just thinking to yourself, oh, my, like, really? like Throwaway cars. Yeah, like, yeah. freak me out, right? And, yep. you know, you got carriers flying through or couriers flying through on bicycles. And you got Uber Eats on those little and Deliveroo drivers ripping up and down on those little mopeds, bouncing off mirrors. And I'm just like, dude, what? <laughs> so, you know, that that kind of stuff is absolutely insane. And um, But, I mean, that's that's just an example of some of the crazy stuff I've seen in London. I mean, then you fast forward to Monaco, and it's like – you see, okay, like in the Pacific Northwest, um, you obviously see a lot of Porsches. Porsches are very common, very loved car up here. In Monaco, it's like every third car is the most ridiculous exotic you've ever seen. And um, and they're racing all over town as well. And it's because it's all money there as well. And uh, the, the first Koenigsegg 101 I've, I've ever seen was racing up and down the street, racing against a P1. And you're just like, oh, well, sure, right? <laughs> I mean, so that, why, that's what, normal, yeah, right? right? Like, oh, like, yeah, you didn't have it's anything like two else Toyota to drive. Camrys at home. So. Yeah, yeah, totally. It's yeah. like, where are you guys off to? Target. So, I mean, that's <laughs> that's that's what's so crazy about Monaco, right? It's that all the cars like that are 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 just absolutely insane. And then you take one step over and you go to Singapore and you see, you know, the beautiful exotic cars there. And it's not the exotic cars that blow me away in Singapore. It's how expensive it is to drive them there. Yes. And so um, you, you, when you buy a car there, you get a COE, a certificate of uh, entitlement. Right? Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> You're <laughs> allowed to drive that car on their roads for 10 years, and that's it. And then you have to sell it. Um, then the other crazy thing is it's based off of horsepower. So like if your car is under 140 horsepower, your COE is, uh, is $35,000. If it's over, it, it, on top it's the of next, the price of the car, 
built into the cost of the car. So okay. you, so like for example, you take any cars that you see here at Drivers Club <clears throat> that have any high horsepower, and you could you could write the biggest check that you've ever imagined for the car like that just to drive it, and and you don't you don't get to keep it. And even if you're a collector, and like if it's not on the road, you can't. You, they force you to sell it after ten years. Yeah, yeah, that, or not sell it, just drive it on the roads. So the COE only lasts for ten years, and that's it. Oh, okay. So you, yeah. so you can still keep them. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not yeah. like one but of those, okay, it's 10 years, sell your car. Okay. But what are you going to do, right? You, well, I mean, you're, fair you're, enough. Yeah, you, know? you can't drive it then. Right. And you can't, you can't get two COEs on the same car is what I mean. As I understand, okay. you cannot. And so, but I mean, think about it. A car up to 150 horsepower, 30 grand to drive that car on the highway. And then that, that, that's, that's just the COE. You have to pay another like eight grand just to drive it for tax. So it's just it just stacks up. And that, so you are they deterring cars. people from buying cars? Is that their way of doing it, or just you know what? It's it's I've I've asked that very that very question because I don't know if it's a deterrent. But here's the crazy thing about Singapore: is technologically advanced as Singapore is, there's hardly any cars on the highway. So there's hardly any traffic. So everywhere you go, you get there fast. And so it's really it's like okay, is it a deterrent for traffic? Is it a deterrent because it's a pollution thing? I, I don't quite know what it is, or is mm. it the fact that every when you, to live in Singapore, it's super super expensive. So they look at it as they could look at it easily as well. You know, it's more additional revenue for for them as a as a local country. But the, what blows me away even more though is when I see these exotics everywhere, Can and I'm just thinking a, yeah. just to drive that car here, how much you had mm. to pay. Here's your million-dollar Huracan. Right. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. So um, I was joking with uh, w some people on my team over there about, um, well, d just the R8, right? I yeah. mean, the R8 is, you know, averages anywhere from one hundred and eighty to $260,000 U.S. here. Um, over there, it would be surplus of 450000 and And I'm like, oh, and here's the crazy thing. If I buy the car here and I live here and I get relocated over there and I want to bring my R8 over there, I pay that price. I have to write a big giant check to drive the car over there, and uh, so this yeah, is Greta's so, fault. So I'll have a <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow. <laughs> you know, I was wondering how long it was going to take for you to bring her up. Yeah, wow. Well, <laughs> she doesn't respond to one letter, and you will not let it go. <laughs> I used a few words she didn't understand. <laughs> Just yeah. Twilight. Yeah. There's better acting than that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Oh my! It's getting gosh. too serious. Yeah, clearly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but I mean, it's just little little things like that. But like I said, of all the countries I've been to, and I've seen a lot of really beautiful cars, I still can't help but notice that how well people take care of their cars up here. Like, like look at the the car events, right? The car events that we go to, and we've seen where everybody's car is really, really clean. And if there's any kind of dirt on it, we kind of all like, oh, what are you doing, right? Or we're washing our cars in the rain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> I mean, right. yeah, totally, Literally. absolutely. So. Or, or we're doing the Seamont Rally, and what do we do for you know? We drive for ten hours, and then we wash cars for three. And find the one dirt road that just sends Davis <laughs> through the roof, just starts clicking. Yeah, I don't know if it was the dirt roads or if it was the potholes the size of Detroit. I don't know what, what it was, but um, he still won with the fact that he brought his own hose to be able to wash his <laughs> That's own car. He does win that. The he, hotel, he did, yeah, yeah, he so. did. Yeah, David Davis always travels with his own hose. Yeah. <laughs> you know, with that, it's one a perfect time for our Carter Subaru Tech Tip of the Week in our first break. We'll be right back. <laughs> And for this Carter Subaru Tech Tip of the Week, um, I turned to Avance again asking, I have a large list of questions I got from Avance, and one of the most popular ones was... Uh, What's wrong with Nick? Oh, sorry. No, actually, one of the most popular ones is where is the turn signal located on a BMW that actually received the most votes, but I'm not <laughs> using that one this week. 
It's <laughs> a good one. It is a good one. But uh, <laughs> no, the, what I'm going to talk about is engine configurations this week. And I mean placement, actually. We've touched on this on a few episodes, but uh, the very loose term that is mid-engine in the industry that I, I kind of laugh at every time I hear when people say mid-engine. And as a Corvette Forum former member, I can tell you how hot of a debate this is. So you can have a mid-engine car that is not behind the seats. Mid-engine configuration refers to the engine is placed between the front and rear axles. So it's behind the front axle, and it's in front of the rear axle. So that can go seats really far forward, like in a standard what we think of as a mid-engine configuration, a la R8, Huracan, MR2, where the the engine's right behind you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she runs such a good time, like I know. R8, I just Urkel, threw that one in there for fun. MR2. Yeah. But it can also. <laughs> Honda Del Sol. But it can also Dotson. refer to Dotson, yeah. most um, in front of the driver uh, engine configurations that are designed for performance. Most performance cars with the engine in the front are actually mid-engine. And it's just mid-ship. Think of it as mid-ship and you've got, the, you've got it figured out. Uh, front-wheel drive cars. Now we're going nautical terms? Yeah. <laughs> front-wheel drive bias cars typically have their engine over the front axle. Um, this causes a lot of, I will say, deficiencies in steering, uh, which they compensate for in aw- awkward ways with differentials and things like that. But Porsche's guilty of it in the rear as well because they're a rear engine configuration, which means the engine is sitting over the rear axle. The Cayman is a mid-engine. The 911 is a rear engine. Um that is actually changing. The engine is moving farther forward as we go along in the 911s because, well, it works better. But uh, early, early 911s suffered from that pendulum swing with that rear engine way out back. That's why nev- that's the, the, the term never lift when they come to 911s, is, that's what they're talking about. Because if you lift when your car is starting to slide, you're going to do an immediate turnaround 360 and probably off-road into the ditch. But anyway, mid-engine is between the front and rear axles. Rear engine is over the rear axle or behind it. Front engine is in front of the rear, uh, uh, the front axle, or if it had a front axle, where it would be, or directly on top of it. So those are your three main configurations, and that's your Carter Subaru Tech Tip of the Week. And we're back. Hi. Well, hello there. You there, Nick? Hello. No, you took my idea. You said we can't talk about. It. <laughs> <laughs> we have to wait to back to ruby red em- slippers. <laughs> we have to make everyone angry at exotics later. In the oh, year. okay, fine. <laughs> yeah, that's how you start the season. Are you wearing taco socks? Is there another kind of sock? No, I was just checking. Did you want to talk about it? Oh! (laughs) Where's the sound? (laughs) Wah, wah. I don't think I was actually in the... (laughs) It's okay. okay. That's a bummer. Okay. That was a good one. Not really. Yeah, they are taco socks. Thank you, though. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Very nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we were talking about... uh, Well, you you had a good story you were going to tell me about uh, something you saw. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, well, just how the, the, the culture is so different as it relates to how, you know, uh, just how they are with their cars, how people are in general with their cars. Like, for example, like think of some of the car shows that are locally here. There are some cars that are just absolutely stunning that people will show up and they'll park it and they'll get away from it as quickly as they can just because they don't want the, the big scene, the big spotlight on them. Um, what I've seen, like especially in Monaco, is it's the exact polar opposite. So an example I had was um, right in the square in front of the uh, the Monte Carlo Casino, there was a lineup of, and they were all the same color. It was like, um, there was a Rolls Royce Phantom. There was several um, uh, Lamborghinis. There was two, uh, two Aventadors, a Huracan, and there was a 488 GTB. And they were all perfectly lined up. And they all had Dubai plates. And uh, um, and like, you couldn't have asked for a bigger spotlight to put on yourself and your family when this guy 
big guy comes walking out in a suit. He's got his crew, bouncers, whoever it was with him. And he had the, a key on every ring, like a ring finger. And he just stood there without saying a word. And all of a sudden, his kids, like, coming to him like a um, kids to an ice cream truck. They, Pied all, Piper. they yeah. all came running to him. And he's like, which one would you like today? And, and the kids are just pulling whatever key off of his finger that they wanted to drive. And then they all got in. They all fired him up right around the same time. And they all left at the same time. There's a word for that, but I can't say it. Yeah. Yeah. Nepotism. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big one. Good that, job, Mick. I know. No kidding. That is pretty impressive. <laughs> I, I heard it earlier today, to be honest. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, no yeah. kidding. No. That's Sorry. awesome. Okay. Usually the words you come up with have, like, no, they don't even align. Like, narcolepsy. <laughs> <laughs> Ruby red. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is funny, though, because you get people here that are uh, new to the area, and they literally just don't understand it. Over over there, that's a social cue. That is a status thing, and it's accepted. Over here, you do that, and you will be laughed out of exotics. Yeah, absolutely. People will be like, what is wrong with this guy? It's so true. But It's true. And that's not, that's, I've got several examples like that where it's like a big show. Like if you're not seen getting in and out of your car in some sort of – I mean, they're either like parking and, you know, like here you just park and you get out. Over there, they're like – rip into place they're break dancing out of the car they're moonwalking <laughs> into the club i mean that's literally they're like hey everybody look at me and that's it's just standard over there and so like like for example the svj example in in uh in mayfair in london it was the scatter of louis vuitton bags all over the sidewalk was just a show <laughs> of look at me an instagram time to take an instagram post right be, yeah oh yeah yeah totally <laughs> I, I mean, you from time to time, you we Dan and I and you have a thread and you send us stuff and I'm just like I'm going well, I don't get it like, you know, parked in the rain or just parked you know on the oh side yeah just, just filthy mm-hmm. and I I don't understand that it's like. just a different world but I mean it's over there you're right Dan I mean to your point it's uh, it's all about who showed up with the most bankroll and <laughs> uh, and there's always that next step it's always doing the the one up on somebody else and and it's and it's the show of force as a family right like look at uh, and that's why that guy, for example, that had the key on every single finger was about showing everybody that he was the, you know, he was the dad. Or he was yeah, the guy sure. that was in charge and that he did all of this for his children. And he just wanted to show everybody just how, you know, legit he was. It was pretty nuts. And, I, of course, I got in line and he just looked at me. He, <laughs> I got I got, I got into <laughs> like, it. Was, yeah. So, yeah, it didn't work out. <laughs> you I must did. be from one of the other wives. <laughs> get a, take a car and get in. Totally. <laughs> yeah, Next exactly. thing I know, I'm roofied. I'm ending up in a container <laughs> ship on the way to Japan. <laughs> <laughs> Nick's sitting next to me. Hey, this travel's cheap. It does. It is. Usually cheap. on the way from Japan. Yeah, right. You're in a container. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Over there drinking a Corona. Yeah. Oh, oh, too soon, Nick. No, it's not. It's, oh, it's not. not. Oh. Well, he is. Yeah. No. We, I mean, the three of us, having the lifestyle we do and enjoying the cars, what have you seen, Jason, that just absolutely blew you away? Like, what? what's the... The P1 racing, the 101. Okay. That oh, was yeah, okay. downtown, like it was no big deal. <laughs> downtown. <laughs> downtown Monaco, where it's really easy to, you know, yeah. navigate. Yeah, it's just crazy. It's absolutely crazy. And, you know, nobody's going to do anything. Because that's the other thing. A lot I of these Monaco countries, police were cracking down, too. Well, they're not. They don't pull people over. They just have cameras everywhere. Yeah, you just get fat tickets. Yeah. You no, don't but and you don't get them, right? They, yeah. They were, because I was, I've watched videos on the fact they have the huge impound lot like they do during, like, um, 
what's the what's the top marks which is the car show there and then like the races and stuff like that they're impounding cars left and right like really nice cars really out of, the, out of that tunnel there's there's the tunnel yeah the that's, F1 that's tunnel. the shoot yeah yeah that, and then they that's sit out seasonal there. Yeah. though it's depending on the circumstances like if there's okay. a race coming up and they need the space they'll just do it because there's more money to be had then but then mm-hmm. they just grab their other supercar they imported over well yeah i know I'm, it's yeah. not affecting but the yeah. people that are that are yeah. their cars are being taken away oh from. and let me tell you you know i rented a car when i was in monaco and it sounds totally different coming out of that tunnel in a camry <laughs> I'm just saying, it's not as go cool. hamster go. It's not yeah. as cool as it looks like on the commercials. <laughs> you found okay. a Camry in Monaco? <laughs> what? <laughs> yes, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I've I've heard this in many different places actually around the world, and they, it's just a, it's messed up. But it's it's I hear it here occasionally as well. Where like when people say, "Oh, you can't park there," it's like, "No, I can't. It just costs me a hundred bucks." That which. <laughs> is messed up, but I hear that a lot, and I've seen it, where it's like people just park wherever they want, and they know they're going to get a ticket. Mm-hmm. Oh, they that's just downtown don't Seattle with a lime car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's about convenience because yeah. money doesn't matter. Yeah, because it's, it's such a small amount for their time that mm-hmm. it, it, as messed up as that sounds, there, there is that attitude where it's like, mm-hmm. I have billions of dollars. If I have to pay a $140 parking ticket, the amount of care is just – there is no Fs to give. Mm-hmm. They they really don't care. They just look right. at it as it. Uh, yeah, I can park there. It'll cost me 140 bucks, but I'll take that handicap spot because I don't care. Well, right. it's like Jason said. They don't even know it. Like they hand the yeah. ticket off to somebody and yeah. somebody else pays it and it yeah. doesn't. They don't know. even see it. Comes they out of your monthly bill to the law it. firm. It doesn't give. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, and it's so you you know you see you you witness things like that and it kind of puts it all into perspective, right? And just kind of how it's a every every culture is a little bit different. And then then in Japan. It's like a freaking club everywhere you go. Like yes. you'll see a string of Lamborghinis that are all wrapped in chrome, <laughs> and then there's freaking strobe lights going bonkers inside underneath it. underneath it, inside it, and it's just like crazy. And you don't just see one; you see a whole string of them all flying through town. Yeah, you know, it's entertaining. It though. is. It is. And it's, it's been that way for years, though. Yeah. Before the Lamborghinis, even it was like those guys love cars yeah not in a way we do but for them it's a, a huge fashion self-expression yep. and it's it's kind of cool yeah. in its own way it's cool to see i admit it's i'm yeah. like i would never do that i don't like it yeah but it is really cool to see the way you <laughs> feel about stance is the way i feel about those lamborghinios that have all that that neon and crap like oh yeah well i mean it's crazy yeah. like if there was an o'reilly's there they'd be sold out with all the little accessories <laughs> that you can get on those cars over there <laughs> you get the spinning hubcaps be like, oh my gosh Dice, dice, gear shift. <laughs> yep. I will get that. Perfect for the SVJ. <laughs> I, I, had to, I had to put in <laughs> door locks just so I could put exactly. the dice on top. Of a them. chain steering wheel on yeah. my SVJ. I'll you take two. <laughs> one them together. One for each side. I'll weld them together. <laughs> totally, it'd be amazing. Spinners. I'll take it. <laughs> Three sets, please. Because what's what's that? And you may know the culture that they they, they have cars that are like they've got the really long like front splitters and the exhaust pipes that are like nine. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, that Oakland. Is that what it is? <laughs> 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 That's um no. Yeah, that'll get you Which killed. That? It's um, not Bosuzuka that style. What yeah. is that one? I don't um, know. It's funny because they like half of them look like Pokemon and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's. I'm amazed by it because I I was over there um, a long time ago when Pokemon was just blowing up, and the amount of craftsmanship I think not that goes into that is amazing. Like they will do like hand laid fiberglass work to make a minivan look like Pikachu. (laughs) 
and, and not like crappy stuff that you've got it like just pushed together. Like, like a Pikachu like was real, a man. Yeah, yeah okay. like they'll put in real effort and get somebody who is a master of fiberglass to do this. We've all seen Tokyo Drift. I mean, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's not that far off. <laughs> yeah, it's not that far yeah. off. No, but that's a whole different culture over there as well, right? When you think about the cars that are there, yeah. it's just absolutely just it's just bonkers. It's kind of fun. I was yeah. in I was in Thailand, and it's like you know over there driving is a luxury, and most people are riding on motorcycles. It makes more sense most of the time anyway, but. It's funny what those guys will drive through. Um, so I was over there, and it, it had flash flooded on the mountain, and I was taking this 100-mile loop, which is, if you've been around Chiang Mai or to northern Thailand, this is a pretty famous, actual area. People go to drive it. There's a bunch of motorcycle clubs that do huge tours just to drive this road. It's amazing. But it had flash flooded, and so there's mud all over the road in places. Well, because Department of Transportation and Infrastructure is just not a thing... <laughs> at all over there people are just like well if we hit it fast enough <laughs> we can go through it <laughs> the next rain will wash it away you're fine yeah. and if we can get the guy in the biggest truck to go through it first fast enough he will clear most of it yeah. and then most of us will get through it so i'm in my three-cylinder nissan which can barely make it down this road and has a broken left front strut <laughs> and i'm waiting and i'm like well, i just turn around here and like no oh no <laughs> locals are just full speed straight mud just kind of skidding through it bottoming out the whole way made it out the other side good to go Ugh. that's the that's the mindset of like we yeah. have places to go we cannot wait for other people to get it done for us and we'll worry about it on the other side mm-hmm. and it was really fun to see because i mean it's like you'll have like a literally the road construction crew will roll up with two people in the front of the truck 15 in the back all just holding on by like the belt holding the other guy on <laughs> in the back <laughs> of the truck and then they'll go clear the road and be like good to go to the next one it's an amazing, uh, amazing thing to see of people who just need to get stuff done and don't have time to complain about it. <laughs> I actually really admired it. Yeah, that is pretty cool. <laughs> they need those in California for those potholes. Yeah. For, you know, who. Or ours? Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, no. Davis? <laughs> yeah. Davis, what I No, do. actually, one of our listeners blew out his, uh, his left front wheel on his Golf R, actually, in Woodenville because of all the snow removal they did. Really? Was it in front of my house? Because I'm pretty sure there's a crater that I can fall in outside of my house. Oh, they went back and took pictures of it, Dude. and it was about a foot deep. Oh, those are so bad. The the plow hit it was right before a train tracks, and therefore it took the whole chunk of concrete with it. Oh, my <laughs> so gosh. Bent to so Ford's bad. wheel, blew out a tire. Yeah, That's so anyway. bad. Well, that's why everybody's got lifted trucks. Well, that's what's so funny, too, right? So in London, all the G-Wagons are lifted, like crazy <laughs> lifted. And it's so funny because they're all like rolling large. Like stock G-Wagons? Or they're, or they're rolling no. the big, the new 4 by 4 Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, Portal they're, 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 yeah, exactly. The ones so, that they weren't going to make too many of. Right. They're all over. <laughs> yeah. And so it's just Limited. funny. That, <laughs> and, Limited and, edition. Yeah. And you, th- these are big vehicles, right? Mm-hmm. And trying to get anywhere in central London, for example, anywhere, even outside in the... It's uh, anywhere in the UK. Yeah. It's like how you even... How you think well, they're you not leaving the city, through. right? I don't know really how much city. Yeah, I don't even know how they can get out of the city. Well, you were mentioning it too, and I've seen videos of it. There's somebody, one of the, from Dubai, that goes around, and, and there's a six by six that follows the, the whatever exotic car he's driving. Oh, really? Basically. I mean, oh, no and kidding. And I forgot the Instagram name right now, but I've seen it, and it's basically if he's in a Lamborghini or a Bugatti, there's a matching six by six that follows it, which. Huh. Well, you know, if you're out shopping at Louis Vuitton or, sure, or right. Hermes or whatever the hell it is, you know. Right. Hermes. <laughs> yeah. I like Hermes. It's Herms. It's Herms. <laughs> it's, it's the Herms. Excuse me, I'm looking for Herms. <laughs> yeah. You're not from here. No, I am. No, I am. <laughs> sure I am. Top of the morning. Yeah. <laughs> Chips. Well, it's funny. When I was over there, pretty much everywhere I've been besides the U.S. and Canada, the, the roads are narrow. Yeah. There's just a lot of people. You can't drive. Even in China where there's a lot of space, like, 
They were saying that in what Ireland or Scotland. Oh, I was in Ireland. I was yeah. like, my dream car up here is like an RS3. You don't have enough room to go fast. Mm-hmm. You want something narrow that still goes well and can handle a lot of rain. Mm-hmm. And so if you're really a driver, it's, it's, you're not going to get out there in a 911 or anything without going, like, constantly checking your mirrors. Because the roads, I mean, th- many times, even in my little tiny super narrow Opal rental, it was like, you know, you're moving in and out of traffic because you have to. Mm. You're crossing that center line not because you're a bad driver, but because the roads aren't wide enough for two cars. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine having a really wide sports car out there. Like, where are you going to use yeah, it? Totally. You imagine getting a rental car after Dan had it? <laughs> <laughs> totally. Yeah. I've only gone off one in, a few times. Tried to get up. That one in Thailand had four cylinders before Dan right, had it. Right, and so a bunch of hair in the grill. <laughs> 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 that gopher knows what it did. <laughs> I had so much mud on that car when <laughs> I returned it. <laughs> it was like that when, when we got it. <laughs> Do you, right. Do you remember Jackass when they rented the car and did the demolition derby? Yeah, I I, I hit a deer. <laughs> <laughs> There's a few of those I saw yeah. rolling around, but I mean, yeah, thirty bucks though, and you can have a car for a full day for as unlimited mileage in Thailand. It's amazing. Yep. Wow. Yeah. yeah. No, it's cheap there. Same thing when I was in Greece, I rented a car just to drive around, and uh, this thing was a heap. Like when they rolled up with it, I thought it was a joke. <laughs> Every panel was dented. <laughs> And he pulls out the clipboard where you're supposed to mark where all the dents are. And yeah. I'm like, dude, Just I'm going to be the here. Car. I'll be here for hours. Yeah. I'm like, literally, can it be easier for me to find the panels that are not dented? And <laughs> yeah. they're just everything was scratched and dented. I'm like, look, honestly, why does this matter? And uh, I said, how about if I just go around the whole car with a video and you could use that as the, fo- the folder? But that was it. It was just a joke. Yeah. Nothing worked it's on it. It's the nicest car in Greece. You bring it back well. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, even from... But it was fun to throw around on the road. Yeah, they are, because you don't care. Nothing handles like a rental. No. But, I, yeah, that's a good pro tip, though. Every I've done some pretty sketchy rentals over the years in different places, and always video and camera before and after. Like, it was... Even from a reputable place, especially when you're in Thailand or a small country like that where the infrastructure isn't quite there... You definitely need to take photos of every angle of that car and inside and out. Because, I mean, you've got money. They don't. I get it. They're looking for anything they can. I, I can't fault them too much for that. We are yep. very fortunate. But at the same time, protect yourself. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Always wear protection. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that you're learning, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, and in spite of me sliding you it through a mudslide, they took it back, and <laughs> I got my damage deposit back. <laughs> so... <laughs> yeah. Pretty you much. know, it's funny. That reminds me of a time that I was in Glamis, California, and that's where uh, um, you people take their cars out there and they just rally through the sand. <laughs> and, uh, and you know, and there's like this big stretch and it was the it's it's the sand drags and everybody's got their big, crazy, you know, full decked out supercharged sand drags. And then they've got their rental car, right? <laughs> their Honda Accord. <laughs> yep. And they're rallying that thing like crazy. Well, this, they jump this Accord and rip the whole front of the dual wishbone suspension right off it. <laughs> Tire came off and everything is just hanging by cords. <laughs> And I was like, oh, man, it's a rental. You guys are, like, in big trouble. And he's like, no, no, I'm good. I got a welder back at camp. And sure enough, (laughs) (laughs) they welded that freaking thing back together, and it was a rental car. And I was like, note to self, never buy a rental car, (laughs) ever. No. And so it's like, imagine the – Lyman's a little off. I know. I noticed. I noticed. (laughs) It's like – I mean, there's no there's way something wrong with the suspension. You want to check that out. Yeah, and yeah. you know the weld beads on that thing were not clean. <laughs> like, it was probably just a disaster. Let's see, beer, lots of sand. I'm sure the welds were good. Yeah, yeah. something <laughs> happened at the factory. <laughs> <laughs> I could have been killed. I want a free hat. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 
I don't know if you know this, but I had to weld the front wheel back on. It's your fault. <laughs> right. This could have been bad for me. <laughs> this thing does not take air like you think. <laughs> Do you have any of those gift certificates to Chili's? <laughs> <laughs> I want a free Bloomin' Onion. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, but, I mean, that is that is a funny t- point, though. It's like you <sighs> rental cars, I always I always rally on rental cars. Yeah, everybody just, does. It's so fun, and you try to see how much rubber you can get on the wheel well. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I just read about it on the Internet. Right. A very a famous uh, guest we had who works for a undisclosed game company did mention in his episode about wanting his goal was to jump every rental car he had. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I've, I've it's not jumping. The, the ground's just going away from the tires <laughs> right yeah oops yeah <laughs> yeah yeah pro tip don't ever buy a rental car no never anytime you run a carfax and you see like oh enterprise <laughs> no yeah no joke <laughs> they might take care of it but yeah. there's some things you don't come back from like no. stanced <laughs> right yeah right <laughs> like what like stanced oh stanced <laughs> right exactly sometimes they're just stanced because of the way you jumped it <laughs> yeah those wheels were like that when i left the factory right yeah. they're all tacoed like that what is the best rental car you've had? Oh, like fun or trashed? Both. Oh, um, fun that you trashed. I well, you know what? I mean, uh, I definitely have the most fun in a Mustang. Oh because yeah, because they're just easy. You could rip the rear end out at any moment. <laughs> yeah, you know, you try to see how much rubber you can coat the the wheel well in. You know, it's just, just even in the V sixes, you can have a lot of fun. Oh yeah, 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 yeah totally. no, they're fun. Yeah. Well, any V six now, even the, the what is it, the EcoBoost four has more horsepower and torque than the 90s GTs did in the 4.6, which is nuts if you think about it. It was like, given everybody's knocking the 4s and the V6s. I'm like, no, they're faster than every Mustang in the 90s. Like, you realize that, right? Like, this isn't that much later, but times have changed. Yeah. What was it, was it, who was it that were in the old days, we ended out the, the, the Hearst edition? Hurt Was it Hurst? Yeah, Hurst. But they were Hearst edition Yeah, the Hurst Her- had the Hearst rental That's car, what it is. Hearst shifter rental car, and you had a manual Mustang. That'd be fun. Yeah, I know. I'm going. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, one of the Avance members actually rented a M2 and took it up to Valley of Fire National Park. And so when I go to Vegas, I can't stand Vegas, so I go to Lake Las Vegas, which is a much nicer resort. I don't gamble. So, I mean, unless I go to into the show, like Vegas just isn't my scene. I'm Jason and I both know why you can't go into Vegas. Mm. It's fine. Yeah. Well, you know. They take my Russian dolls. nesting doll <laughs> collection. <laughs> but yeah, you're so still I, allowed in Reno, though. Yeah, yeah. Reno, for other, for Reno other loves me. That's yeah. so you can so go watch Carrot Top. Yeah. <laughs> Roid out. Yeah. <laughs> Prop comics. Yeah. <laughs> or comedians go to die. Reno. But if you're in if you're in the Vegas area and you want to go for a really fun drive that's not on the track, you can go to Lake Las Vegas and go through Valley of Fire National Park. And um, well, the speed limit is low, but the turns are not. And so you can have a lot of fun, of course, going the speed limit through the entire way in the middle of nowhere in the desert where you won't hit anything and nothing will run in front of you and there's nobody on the road in the morning. But I'm sure you'll just go the speed Hypo- limit. Allegedly. So hypothetically, <laughs> yeah. if you were to Turo a nice, fun performance car, you could have a very good time with it on that road and have very, very low risk of seeing anything. Mm. And it's beautiful. That's yeah. a, that brings, you bring up a very good point with Turo. Like, what type of person does it take to go, you know what, I'm going to rent out my Boxster. I'm going to rent out my Corvette because people are always good to rental cars. <laughs> like, <laughs> so many people on there who have do not have valid insurance either. Like, you're, So the way Turo works is you, your insurance will follow you. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, not always. There's a huge bunch of horror stories on Turo. People will rent out their cars that they're still paying for, and they'll do this to offset their payment. Like if you can rent out, you know, a Corvette Grand Sport for 500 bucks a day, you've pretty much made half your payment for the month if you bought zero down and just decided you wanted a Grand Sport. I can see the appeal of that if you wanted to drive a car. I mean, I would never do this because I've 
rented Turo cars, and you would never want to rent to me. But <laughs> I'm just saying, like, <laughs> if if you're paying half your payment in you know one day of rental. Okay, maybe some old See, guy. But how much damage is being done to the car in one day of rental? Uh, yeah. How many times are you going to change the differential fluid? Because I can tell you every time I've driven when you need to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I mean, I drove. I Dan's re- diff fluid's a little cloudy. Is what he's saying. I <laughs> went to L.A. and I got a Turo, and I was like, "What is the smallest thing I can get?" Because parking in L.A. is awful, and so I got a little Alpha. Uh, it's a the little tiny convertible thing. Four C. Not a 4C. No, 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 no. Not a, not a fun car. It was a Fiat. It was a 500. Oh, yeah. yeah That's not an Alpha. Non-turbo. Yeah, yeah not an Alpha. Yeah. Same lot. <laughs> but uh, but I rented one. And I was like, I drove that thing easy. Because all I wanted to do was get in and out of town easy and park easy. And it did that very well. But whoever had rented it the 100 times before me had treated this thing like they were like rallying this thing in WRC. That's a gumball machine with wheels, though. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> but I can tell you for sure that car had definitely been jumped <laughs> and not just curbed. It's not like not in a barth or anything. Like no. That. Okay. This is just yeah. like I just wanted something cheap and easy with the smallest footprint I could get for parking. And yeah. I was glad I did for that reason. But, yeah, that thing had bounced off a few things <laughs> instead. <laughs> Some can be said. Yeah. <laughs> That's the way they're supposed to be, though. Is it? Mm-hmm. Are you sure? Yep. You're thinking about that? You, you've got to bounce them off of something. <laughs> it's, it's funny that now that you're bringing back to some of the cars, I'm, I'm starting to remember now some other cars. Like, I, I don't know if you've ever um, driven an Audi, or, yeah, an Audi A1. Oh, yeah, yeah. little tiny ones. Super yeah. small little box car. I was yeah. in Nice and ripping around all those, and I bounced off a curb and oh, off, off of a, a um, roundabout. Uh, roundabout. roundabout. <laughs> you know, because you're trying to zip around and do your yeah. thing, right? And, and you think it's going to handle, and then you think you're in some sort of like a little go-kart, and you're not. But it's <laughs> so fun to throw that <laughs> car not. all over the place. <laughs> so I really enjoyed that. Yeah. And then, of course, I've, you've been on the Autobahn, haven't you, in no, Germany? I have not. Oh, my gosh. Now, that's fun. So when you rent a car on the Autobahn, there's a sticker that says that you're not going to take it above, I think it's 250 kil- uh, kilometers, kilometers an hour. And, um, that's a lot. Sticker and so, so just yeah, take the sticker off. it was crazy. Yeah, yeah. I just put my hand on it. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Yeah, <laughs> I just close <laughs> I one eye. I see it. Yeah. yeah. So, but I mean, and when you think about the Autobahn, it's actually, it's, it's, you know, we, we all, anybody who listens, I'm sure, and anybody who likes to drive, the Autobahn sounds like the most exciting thing to drive on. The funny thing about that is it's actually terrifying as hell because, <laughs> you know, I'm thinking, all right, I'm fast. So think about it in the three lanes. You know, here you got the slow lane, you got the middle lane, and then you got the, the far left lane. The slower lane. The slower lane, right. <laughs> Over there, there's fast, ridiculous speed, and ludicrous speed. So <laughs> while you're going ridiculous speed thinking, yeah, I'm the best. You look in your rearview mirror, and people are coming up on you like crazy fast. <laughs> and you're thinking, I don't even want to get in that lane. Like, literally, like, that's like, that's the scary lane. And <laughs> That's good. Yeah, and, and that's what's so funny to me is because you'd think that, you know, it's like this is your opportunity. The first thing you want to do is jump on the Autobahn, get in the far left lane, and rally fast. I promise you, no matter how fast you think you're going on the Autobahn, there's at least 500 other cars faster than you, and they're coming up on you real quick. <laughs> and that's just how they roll there. And uh, so that was really cool to see as well. I was in a Range Rover, so it wasn't that. Oh, yeah. It was a totally different yeah. story. But uh, And, of course, I had my... I had my Google Translator app on my phone because they set the entire nav and everything to German. So I didn't, had no idea where I was going. So I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm doing the augmented reality where it's changing the, you know, the, uh, yeah. the words in real time. 
while I'm trying to drive down the road. <laughs> One-handed driving, looking, holding your phone in front of the GPS. <laughs> looking going, for the freaking yeah. any, any, anything, right? Yeah. Trying to understand where I'm going. Oh. It's just, uh, it, was, it was crazy. But uh, that, was, that was fun renting a car there as well. What but I think one of the problems there is you see people that get on there and try to go in the ludicrous lane, and then some guy in an a- Audi A1 or whatever pulls out in front of them thinking they're going to go. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I um, I had asked some of, some of the people that were there, hey, is there accidents that just happen all the time? Because, right, I mean, you d- you have an Autobahn here in Seattle, and it's <laughs> it's going to be a stack up. <laughs> right? a nice day. <laughs> right, it is. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. just going to be a disaster. And shockingly, they're like, yeah, you know, it, it does happen, but it's super rare because everybody out here knows how to drive. And I was just like, that Noted. must be nice. Yeah, right? It's like, that's <laughs> really understand. cool. When a car going 170 hits a car going 30, there's not a lot left to clean up. <laughs> right. So it's, it's just vaporizes. Yeah, it's vaporized. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. They become one car. Yeah, really. exactly. Just yeah. one thing off the side <laughs> of the road. You know, so. Right. There are always one car pileups there. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it's funny, though, because here, like, in Nevada, um, so most people think that you go to Nevada in the middle of nowhere, the speed limit actually would might increase to something that represents the fact that you won't see the next town for 100 miles, mm-hmm. but it's still 70. Yeah. So naturally, going about 100 seems perfectly reasonable. when And seems slow when you're at 100. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah, yeah. you're at it for like an hour. It's still mm-hmm. 70, though, and they still will pop you for radar because they have nothing else to do out there. Mm-hmm. But if Didn't you, you run, f- run to another state doing that one? Allegedly. allegedly? Yeah, I mean, like... Uh, Running across a valley? No. Okay. What are yeah. you talking about? Yeah, okay. <laughs> exactly. That didn't happen. Okay, so okay. what did your friend do? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> my friend was doing well played. like 190 in Nevada because there's nothing out there. And then got into California when he saw the red and blue lights and they just went away. So. Oh, oh, yeah. Was it a school zone? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, yeah. I, I... Fallout school zone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, my friend saw them in the distance and then just decided at that point he was going to jail anyway, so, so why stop? Looked, yeah. And so the point was to just hold the throttle longer. So yeah. Did you know a GTR can go through like a quarter tank of gas in like five minutes at full throttle? Oh, can it really? Yeah. It's just like watching it lower. I'm trying to figure this out because we're your two best friends, so who the hell was this guy? Different dude. I, oh, yeah. okay. I have a lot of friends no, with GTRs. We're okay. just going to call him... Uh, I don't know. D bag P <laughs> DP 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 DP. I like DP. Yeah, it's just enough description. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> On the first side, I don't think they under- even knew what car it was. It was leaving at a high rate of speed. So yeah. I don't think oh yeah. Much concerned about. So was that you? Uh, no, it was a friend. Yes. Right. It was another he, GTR. He's in the bathroom. <laughs> it was another Greta GTR. <laughs> another Greta. <laughs> oh God! That meme is so bad. It's good. <laughs> oh. I think somebody wrapped their car that way. No, they did. Oh, it's a GTR. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. With their two eyes as the tail lights. <laughs> if you have not seen the Greta GTR meme, go look it up, <laughs> and then share it. <laughs> it's funny. It's the two eyes that make it funny. <laughs> <laughs> like I wish I could make that face. Yeah, I do. <laughs> this is a great time for a break. Climate change is real. <laughs> We'll be right back after this message. Grandpa, what do you call this thing again? It's a 66 Ford Bronco. I think you got ripped off. Why is that, honey? It's got no Wi-Fi, no USB port, no Bluetooth. Exactly. I guess we'll just have to talk. Sometimes the best way to connect is to disconnect. Is that the window button? It's called a window crank. Cool. The faster I move it, the faster it goes down. This moment of escape was created by Haggerty. Being old is kind of cool, Grandpa. Works for me. For people who love cars. And we're back. Good to be back. It's good to be back. Oh, are we? I've I've been told I'm not allowed to speak. (laughs) Well, it's true. (laughs) Ruby slippers! (laughs) 
<laughs> we were talking off the break about um, we were kind of circling back, I guess, on the a lot of the cultural differences and where it's at, and then talking about the car community here and things we've seen and. Um, it's important to take in those cultural differences when you talk to new people in the car scene here. Sometimes we do get that at exotics and other car shows in the area where somebody comes in, they're revving loud, they're kind of causing a scene. And it's super easy to jump into that and be like, that guy's a loser. He's trying to show off. Nobody likes that here. Um, a really quick thing to point out though, is if, if you were over there and you weren't that guy, you would be shunned like we would be doing to the exact same person here. Those cultural norms, which we think are just ridiculous and we don't want to tolerate, um, we, we don't step outside of our box enough. If you show up to a new car meet in the middle of downtown London and you're the new guy in the scene, you need to get your name out there so you can be included in it. That does mean pulling up, revving your car, check me out, look at what I've got. That might sound ridiculous to us, but you do need to slow down and take a, take a look at that. Isn't Jason, you were talking about that, right? You went to a car meet over there. Yeah, yeah I did. It was uh, it was definitely a, a completely different culture, and I, I was the one that didn't fit in because I was just like, wow, this is crazy. This is absolutely nuts. But, you know, I mean, it, but to your point, you know, it's um, – you're kind of a fish out of a wa out of water in, in any culture that you visit. And that's one of the things that I've really enjoyed about just international travel in general is that you have to be a chameleon and you have to learn along the way. And you, you can't go in with your predetermined mindset of exactly how that culture is going to respond to your existence because your norm might be completely out of the norm for them. And just like over here, when somebody is doing something, uh, they bring their car in and they, they're used to how they showed up in a very specific country or culture. And that's just, that's the world that they know. Then they come here and do that. And everybody looks at them like they've lost their minds. They're, they're confused because they don't understand that. Well, I don't, what did I do wrong? I thought this is what you're supposed to do in this situation. Yeah. And, um, it's it's unique to see, but that's what I I noticed when I was I I went and and, and checked out uh, a, a just a, a local show and I was just I was blown away thinking this would never fly anywhere. So the I'm cultural at. norms are different. Were the shows different? Like but the, like when because you and I and Dan and everybody here are so used to the organization and the rules of exotics. Yep. But when you go there, like I mean, are they lining the streets? Is are there people parking them? Obviously, they're revving and showing off and shooting flames, which. I think it's funny because half the time when they sit and do that, the cars catch on fire because there's not I enough I enjoy that float. part, too. Yeah, I do, too. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, it's tons of revving. It's, um, it's uh, clearly there's no regard for the fact that your tires are nice and cold when you go to take off. You know, that's still <laughs> quite clear. <laughs> and, but, um, but at the end of the day, which is, which is funny to me, if I were to close my eyes and open them up, the snapshot of the kind of vehicles that I see, although are considered the most elite of the elite, are also right here in the Pacific Northwest. So yeah. it's so funny to me when I see these cars and, you know, I would think that I would just be going, oh, my gosh, I can't believe I'm seeing all of this. I'm thinking the first thing that goes to my mind is I've seen more, <laughs> you know, and it's just yeah. like it's like on any given Saturday, I've seen more. Um, but it's just a totally different scene altogether. Speeding in, speeding out, high revs, pen just bouncing off the rev limiter. Yeah. Just so they can, you know, because people want to hear that. And people are cheering and everybody's got their cameras out. And, and as you know, that's pretty taboo around here, right? So, but um, that's just the way it is. Yeah. And it's, it's in my culture, I would look at it as obnoxious. But it's probably not obnoxious. It's just cool, right? It's just kind of, it's the exhibition of sound yeah. and the exhibition of performance. And everybody's really proud of what it is that they brought to the table. Yeah. If you come and from a caste totally system, cool. 
then oh my yeah, gosh, that makes yeah. a huge difference. Totally huge difference. Yeah, exhibition of speed is a uh, a ticketable offense here, by the way. Yeah, I know it is. If you're like, oh, I only got up to the speed limit. If you go zero to thirty-five in like a second and a half, that is an act. Uh, you can get a ticket for that here. You can actually get a reckless for that here because there's no reason to do that with a crowd around. It depends on the circumstances of where you're at. Mm -hmm. But if you do that like with a bunch of people around, even if you hold it straight, if the police really don't like you, they can give you a ticket for that here. Jason, have you seen any influence on the car scene over there like from us? Like I've, I've seen a lot more videos in London and in England of, of like classic American muscle cars. Mm -hmm. And like... In, I mean, obviously, you know, Ford's been a big part. They 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 sell you know right-hand drive you know Mustangs and and the Ford GTs is over there. But I've seen a lot of videos of like classic muscle cars mm -hmm. like making their way over into London. Yeah, it's actually funny you say that because um, as we geek out over exotic cars here, they geek out over classic muscle cars there. Cool. And so when you see an old '60s Mustang rolling, everybody's got their cameras out. Because it's like they love that stuff over there, you know. It's, and so it's pretty cool to see, right? Because think about it, though, right? The European culture, you've got the Italians, right? You've got the French. You've got the Germans. You've got, you've got this, what you see all the time over there. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden someone rolls in with a 66 Mustang. And people lose their minds, yeah. you know, or an old Charger or a Challenger. They trip out over that, right? And they're just like, now that's what I'm talking about. And what's so funny to me is I've actually heard somebody say, I had that exact same poster in my house when I was a kid. And I'm like, I had the same thing, but it was a Countach yeah. and a Diet Pepsi. <laughs> you know, I mean, it was, it was, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, and Cindy Crawford. Ben Stein. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But but I mean it's so funny. That's they the, the culture over there is yeah yeah European stuff. We see it all the time. But the the American old school muscle is totally rare over there. That's and cool. so it's and you got to think about it, right? You got to know how, what you're wrenching on if you're bringing a car like that over there. You don't just parts walk are around not successful there, right? Here, you yeah. you don't see like you see over here, yeah. right? And so it's it's actually really interesting. Not a lot of carb tuners probably over there still. No, I no definitely not. And one thing that I d I've noticed as well is. Um, there's no if if you have a classic car over there, there's no mods. They're not modifying at all. They're keeping it legit old school. You restore it to what it was. Mm -hmm. Well, but like Dan was bringing up earlier, like you know, you look at the cars like my Triumph that were built for the British roads. They're small. They're narrow. You take a Dodge '69 Charger over there, and try to go down the road. You're gonna <laughs> yeah, be like, totally taking paint <laughs> off both sides. Like <laughs> this <laughs> is fun. <laughs> I love it here. I saw Vin Diesel do this. This it, is it can totally good. Yeah, this yeah. is amazing. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, I mean, and the other thing too, it's like. Um, I recently saw a, a Dodge Demon over there, and wow. uh, um, but that was cheap to get over there. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure it was. Yeah. But people were taking photos of that thing driving down the road, and mm -hmm. I just thought to myself, "That's a Dodge Demon, right?" And that's to me, that's a it's a cool car. Don't get me wrong, but it's certainly not an exotic, right? right? From my perspective, no, over there, cool, that's an exotic yeah. car. Well, yeah, and our our pickup trucks are starting to make their way over there too. Yeah, like, that's, yeah. I heard about that. It's like as weird as that is. Like yeah, the Harley Davidson F one fifty. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That is like if you have that over there, you're like you've arrived. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, in fact, you gotta um, have the V rod in the back. Right. No, exactly. Yeah. So, um, uh, Beckham. Yeah. He David had, Beckham. Yeah, David yeah. Beckham. He he had a um, a uh, Harley Davidson F one fifty. Right. That was his car. So imagine <laughs> this is a guy who's clearly has everything. Yeah. yeah, he's he's yeah. you know he's got the Spice Girls blaring. Who does? In his, in his <laughs> oh, F150. tell me what you want. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. He was really into it. It was kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> you were singing along. <laughs> I was like, "You go get him, Damon." <laughs> sexy tattoo. No. <laughs> when are you going on tour? <laughs> exactly. 
You're putting spice in my life. Spice world. <laughs> spice world. Spice up your life. Nick. <laughs> Great work. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I, was t- I got caught singing that song in the car a couple days ago. <laughs> First of all, let's be clear. That's not the weirdest thing we've caught you doing. <laughs> in the car it is. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> that you know of. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Nick. Yeah. Mr. I drive, you know, naked from the waist down. I get it. <laughs> you ever had Italian leather on your butt? <laughs> No. Okay. Well, <laughs> is that like a whip? <laughs> no. <laughs> I was, oh, I we should probably w- stop at this point. <laughs> no. no, 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 no we're good. Okay. Well, that's a fun transition into the Avant segment, isn't it? <laughs> Sorry, Adam. <laughs> Leather. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, the next coming up on February the eighth is the Avant's tech session about RC cars. That's gonna be which fun. actually is a ton of fun. Those are just as much fun at forty as they are at ten. I really, I was playing with one of the, the drivers the other day. I think you guys saw the photos of us trying to knock over the Rainier cans with them. So much fun. I really want one of those. Go on the internet awesome. and look at the guy that hit himself with his own remote control car at 120 miles an hour. Ow. Yeah. I don't want to watch that. Yeah, no, that sounds dark. No, it was, it was, it was on Tosh.0. So How to funny. break a tibia. Oh. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, it's fun. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, First so. of all, this, wait, let's actually forget the, what happened, but 140, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah right? exactly, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. I don't quite get that. Like, I have trouble driving a remote control car at like twenty miles an hour, not hitting something. Yeah, kind of like, ah! yeah. So. yeah so talking still. scale speeds because I always love that term when you're a kid. Yeah. Scale speeds, and you're like, and it's like. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that reminds me of a story. And it's a wired remote. Yeah, <laughs> everybody has a story of a R- RC car, right? I'm sure yeah. everybody had an RC car at some point yeah. in their life. And well, I um, I had a buddy of mine that um, he had a, a awesome RC car, and he was really proud of it. And of course, he was wanting to show it all off, and he wanted to show <laughs> how fast it was on the street. And it was so awesome. It was like literally one of the best days of my life because I didn't have a cool RC car. <laughs> I feel like at the end of the story, he doesn't either, but yeah. That's <laughs> exactly right, Nick. Yeah. So he uh, he fires it up and he's zipping it around on the road and there's cars coming. And, uh, and he's like, oh, don't worry. I'll get it out of the road. <laughs> he somehow manages, I swear it happened in like the first 30 seconds. Gets it out on the road and drives it right underneath a car, and the car runs over it, and the thing explodes in like 400 different directions. Right? <laughs> and it was the funniest thing ever because <laughs> there's my buddy just standing there on the side of the road with his little controller. <laughs> And his car was like, literally, you had to get a shovel to pick up all the pieces. I feel like that'd be something you'd do, Nick. I'm just picturing a child You know why crying. I'm not laughing at that story? <laughs> because for Christmas. Was I like, with you? No, Christmas, like, <laughs> 1992. Well, no. Was no. this you? Yeah, no. Actually, this happened. Uh, my grandparents had bought me, the BMW Z8 had just come out, and they found one at, like, at Radio Shack, like a 118th scale car. I took it out of the box from under the tree. I went outside, and I hit the thing, and I couldn't turn it off, and it went down the street <laughs> into one of the sewer grates. Never saw it again. Like, maybe six seconds of joy. Like, <laughs> that is So, a, the idea, that is I know exactly what your friend where you're going, oh my God. um. I bet your tears tasted amazing. <laughs> <laughs> the best part was the remote said BMW Z8 on it. And, like, for all my trying of getting rid of that remote, like, I'm pretty sure it's still in a box somewhere, like, just to remind you, like, so oh, awesome. my God. You still have your drone remote? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I forgot about that, yeah. too. Yeah, let me know when I need to get my scuba gear out. <laughs> if we could find I don't know. It's okay. It's probably just polluting the lake by now. <laughs> 
Yeah, just a magnet is. fishing. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to talk. I forgot about. It. Thanks for bringing that up, Dan. Jeez. You're welcome. Yeah. I like when just complete you're your telling story. that story, and I'm going. Oh, I know exactly. How it feels <laughs> like that. Oh. First of all, I could just see some little pudgy Nick sitting there. Oh, whoa. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Honest. It was Christmas, so yeah. <laughs> sitting there. You just you just finished your big bowl of pasta, and you grab your your little controller. Don't and forget goes this. Right I, had, I had Papa Smurf slippers. So Did you really? Oh, absolutely. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah. Huh. I can't even. You know, that would be a great video to have uh, please tell me your dad filmed that no it was does he play it like i it was like one of those you know the trigger remotes and i pulled the trigger and it locked back in there and and just went it down the street really fast by the way for radio check christmas tradition let's watch nick cry yeah (laughs) i tell you what i would have been every year i would have been your worst kind of friend because i would have laughed what do you mean you would have been (laughs) <laughs> it's only because, like, think about how the, the irony of all of Oh, God. Oh. It's like, that is awesome. It's like getting your first drone and lawn darting it, like, three, <laughs> three seconds into it. I think one of the worst part was, like, I walked inside. Like, it was like the kid from, like, the Christmas That's movie, funny. You're Gonna Shoot Your Eye. Like, I walk in, and my mom's yeah. like, is it fun? Nope. <laughs> if by fun you mean missing, it's <laughs> exactly. definitely that. Yeah. There's <laughs> like a clown with balloons that says, so get it back. <laughs> Totally, <laughs> if I'll be his friend. <laughs> anyway, I'll be back. <laughs> I thought about it. Oh, Nick, Believe that me. is a greatest story ever. I'm so happy you You're shared telling that. telling your story, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I can uh, picture that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just I'm like, oh, I like how your I sadness brings everyone joy. I, yeah, I know. <laughs> I can totally see it. That's all, this kind of reminds me of my first big wheel. I had that for about three seconds before I rode it down 20 flights of stairs and ripped all the wheels off of it. <laughs> It was awesome. I think I like had Tourette's for like a week after that. <laughs> Mine always had flat spots in the wheels. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my Do you God. remember the ones? Yeah, I'm with the, the drift here. handle. I had the Knight Rider one with yeah. the drift handle. Yeah. I think it was awesome. Those are cool. <laughs> that is what awesome. What am I ki- You have big wheels. I do, yes. <laughs> I do. You have adult big wheels. Yes, yeah. I do, okay. and they're awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Don't make fun of me. I'm not. <laughs> I always try to convince you to take them down well, so you can play with them. We will definitely yeah. pitch that one to Adam for our next Avance Day. Yeah. Yes. Adult big wheel rally. Yes. Oh, yeah. Here's yeah. your insurance waiver. Have a nice day. You know what's funny? I've thought about those big wheels on the floor of the Drivers Club floor room right there because look at that. It's perfect. It is. Is perfect. I could get all sideways and crazy, especially right around that F1 car. <laughs> <laughs> Amanda's shaking a little. <laughs> totally. totally. It'll, be so no. It'll be fun. Yeah. We could just line all the cars up like obstacles. To be fair, Dan, <laughs> she's she's not had rosé in a couple of days. The shaking's just part <laughs> of it. That's true. normal. <laughs> yeah. Shaking's normal. You have well. SBJs to run into. <laughs> Yeah, well, that that has less scrapes on the roof, though. Uh, for now. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, Jason, thank you for coming in. Oh, thanks for having um, me. This was um, enlightening. Was it? Yeah, something like that. That's wonderful. I'm glad to hear me. <laughs> I can't, you know You're what? crying. It's I'm going to sleep with a smile tonight <laughs> thinking of you getting your little RC car. Oh, my God. Happy my little God. Nick. Oh, my God. Sploosh. Happiness goes so quickly. <laughs> Sploosh. Yeah, I love my life. Sweet greatest day ever. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. for, for Rain City Supercars, what was the phrase, Jason? Uh, if, if you're, you're going dri- to if you're gonna drive somewhere, just get there. <laughs> if you're drive somewhere, just get there. Yeah. Or maybe don't just get there. Enjoy the drive. <laughs>